Good day and welcome to Coffee Break with Brad. I just want to give a shout out right at the outset of this podcast to all those who encouraged me after my first podcast to continue going. So here we go, guys. This is part two. This is my second podcast and, and a part two version of listening. So I'm going to continue on this subject, which is very dear to my heart and one which I have an absolute conviction of that if we would if we would listen well, we could really lead, we will lead people well. If we will listen well, we will go deeper in our relationships in every sphere of our lives, from our marriage relationships, our parenting, through to um, obviously being a good child as well, to our parents and, and just being good employees or employers. Listening is vital. It will enrich our lives. Learning to listen well will take our relationships deeper, quickly, and it is just man something i'm so convinced of that we need to grow in in this in this particular skill it's something that is actually forms a basis of our relationships with our relationship with god psalm 116 1 to 2 the psalmist writes i love the lord because he has heard my voice and my pleas for mercy is that wonderful he loves the lord imagine if because he has heard imagine if we, we if we called to god and we just didn't know that he actually listened he, he actually heard or that he was actually interested but the truth is we know that God is interested in us he does want to listen to us he hears us and because he has heard our voice and our pleas for mercy we love him also he goes on to say because he inclined his ear to me therefore I will call on him as long as I live so there's a sense of permanence that comes into his relationship with God like steadfastness because well, God has stretched out his ear to, to him. He's inclined it. He's bowed his ear towards him. And so this translates into permanence in our relationship. So as we, as, as we become good listeners, people will learn that we are those that they can go to and they can find some measure of comfort in and safety in and security as, and, and hope. So let's be good listeners. All right, so I'm going to unpack listening attentively today in this particular skill of listening i will cover one or two things that i did from my first podcast but here we go and i'm going to look at two non-verbal skills of listening and then three verbal skills that there are to listening so the first non-verbal skill to being a good listener is to be quiet and i did cover this in my first podcast but be quiet and do not interrupt <laughs> this is way way easier to say than what it is to actually do because there are many barriers to being quiet and those barriers lie within us you know the, we have triggers within inside of us that want that cause us to want to give our latest you know wisdom etc so yeah <laughs> this nonverbal skill of not interrupting or not speaking is is way more easier than what it what it would seem to be at, at the surface that is, as I've said, some of these barriers are that sometimes we as people who are often also wanting to help others have a bit of an allergy towards negativity. And when we hear negativity, we don't like to go there. We want to fix it. We want to sort it out. We don't want the person to camp there too long. or We're concerned that they're never going to come out of that bad place, that pit that they're in. And so as listeners and those who are interested in others, we, we often want to quickly move on and quickly add the positive to the situation so that the person 
you know, it won't kind of stay there. But we've got to learn to just be quiet and not be too quick to add up positive spin on things. And that can be a barrier to, to listening well and, and, to, and to not interrupting. Then also, we need to hold back on our wisdom that we've gained through our own experience in a similar situation or through helping somebody else through a similar situation or adding what we've experienced you know, in our life experience to, to and putting that on the table. Those things just interrupt the person and can sometimes take us just away from the topic at hand, which is really what they are presenting in their own lives. And so we do need to be aware that we're not too quick to bring our pearls to the table, as it were, and lay them before those that we actually meant to be listening to. Just hold back on your life experience first and listen to them. I think the other thing that could prevent us from being quiet and not interrupting is a prophetic sense. And this is certainly true of us in the charismatic circles who, in particularly counseling type situations, go into a situation with with having prayed for the whole situation, for the person, which is fantastic. Maybe continue to do that. But we'll often come away with a sense of what God is saying. And as we come into that conversation, we, we actually are ready to to tell this person, hey, this is what I believe the Lord is saying. I've prayed for you. And, and, and as wonderful and noble as that is to say to somebody, hey, I, I've been praying for you. It's, it's often short-circuiting as a a process of reasoning that that person needs to go through in order to themselves come to the, a conclusive place of what what is God saying to me or how have I got to this place how do I now need to process moving out of it and I'm not saying we shouldn't never say God has said or I believe the Lord has spoken to me but we should be quick to listen and slow to speak and Perhaps it is God has given you a prophetic sense of, of you know, his voice to them in that situation, but that you're only going to give that later on once they have actually come to that conclusion themselves. Having a prophetic sense doesn't mean you always have to tell people, I've heard the Lord. It means you can hear God and then keep it to yourself for a while and lead the person with certain questions, etc. So, yeah, that would be some of the, the temptations we, we have when it comes to wanting to butt in, you're wanting to interject and not be quiet. So that's a skill. Do not talk. Just be quiet. A nonverbal skill. Another nonverbal skill is that of your body language. Now we know it's common knowledge that 80% of 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 communication is in our body language. It's nonverbal. Wow, that's quite something. And I want to unpack very briefly a technique, a nonverbal technique summed up in the acronym SOLER, S-O-L-E-R. All right, so let's quickly look at that. It's a nonverbal skill of listening well. It's to S, sit squarely, face people squarely, adopt a position that shows people they are getting your undivided attention. Show them that you're with them. Don't face your body to, to the side and pivot in a sense away from them, but pivot towards them. Be be engaged with your body language next is o it means open position adopt an open position don't sit with your arm crossed arms crossed but actually have them maybe nicely next to your side your hands folded perhaps and this also will communicate to the person that you are comfortable and you're hearing what they are saying l would be to lean slightly forwards towards a person not too much forward because that would be 
indicate almost too much intensity and could actually put the person on the back foot. And at the same time, also don't lean too far backwards because that could also indicate disinterest on your part, sort of slouching back into your chair. But lean slightly forward, show that you're engaged and that you are listening attentively. Maintain eye contact. E would be eye contact. Don't let other things catch your attention. Don't stare out into the distance, stare out your window, look back and forth at various things, perhaps in your house or outside that may be distracting to you. This would indicate that you're not quite there and you're perhaps even just wishing the time away that you could be out of there as soon as possible. So maintain eye contact with the person. This is really important. And then R stands for relax, be natural. This puts them at ease, makes them feel comfortable. All right, so that would be the second nonverbal skill, solar. S, squarely, O, open position, L, lean, E, eye contact, and R, relax. Good. All right. Well, we're moving now into three verbal skills of being a good listener that I can um, lead us in or point out to us. These are very, very, well, actually quite simple. But if we would learn to use them, it will take our relationships deeper and help us certainly in counseling type situations as well when we are seeking to to lead people. All right, here we go. So the one verbal skill of listening well is that of reflective listening. Now, when people come to us, particularly in a counseling scenario or, yeah, they, they, and even in our relationships with one another, we have, we all, when we are communicating, we have a bunch of thoughts in our heads and in our hearts and we're wanting those thoughts to come out and we communicate those things. And those things are often like encoded. It's sometimes, you know, you say something and you're like, oh man, is I don't really mean that. I kind of, I'm not really sure what I'm saying right now. I'm trying to, and we're trying to figure things out as speakers. Now, when we listen, how we can help people is to actually use this skill of reflective listening where we, it's like holding up a mirror to somebody where we repeat, simply repeat what we've heard. And this shows a person you're paying attention and it also eradicates assumption as well. We say it assists us in crystallizing what it is that they are bringing to, to us or, or to God. So it also helps them to clarify what they've been said as they hear back from you what they've just said. They could actually go, wow, I, I didn't realize it was so intense. I didn't realize I was so cut up about that as you've reflected to me. For example, man, I was so angry. I just wanted to pack my bags and get out of there as soon as possible and never come back. And you might reflect back to the person something like, wow, so when you said you were so angry you wanted to leave pack your bags and never come back did, did you really mean that or or wow that that really shows just how angry you really were that you you wanted to pack your bags and never come back there's that reflective listing and the person might be able to retract that and or understand what's going on in their own hearts by going wow that is really the depth of to which i actually felt this thing i, I really really felt it strongly and we we're able to to then empathize with them and go deeper. So reflective listening, they might actually then retract what they're saying, say, wow, yeah, I didn't feel that strongly about it. I was never really going to go, but it, it, you know, so this can really help clarify things and, and help the person as well in understanding themselves. The other skill, verbal skill of listening well, listening attentively is that of perception checking. It's a very important skills, skill to, to use as sometimes as listeners we we are hearing what we want to hear because we've established a position on what the problem is so before we start giving advice we need to make sure that we are checking 
whether what we've heard is correct. Don't assume that your conclusion is correct. So, yeah, perception checking can also help bring clarity to the speaker, similar to reflective listening as well. It can help them clarify their thoughts. So, perhaps I'll give a few examples. You might want to use phrases like this. If I understand you correctly, are you saying this? Or can I check whether I'm hearing you correctly? Or I'm not sure I'm following you. Let me see if I understand. Or could you elaborate on what you said there? Because if I understand you correctly, it seems like this may be the main issue. So often people will encode a message to us in, in like five, six minutes of, of monologue. And then, you know, how do you kind of summarize that up? Like, what is the main thing? So perception checking is to say, you know, I've listened to you now for the last bit. And this is what I understand you to have been saying. And that is just wonderful because it also helps the person who's speaking to know that you have been engaged. Sometimes we can actually lose focus listening. We can actually daydream for a little bit and may even be for ourselves to kind of, hey, have I picked up correctly here or did I miss something important? And that just keeps you connected as two people discussing something. All right. And then lastly, acknowledging responses. Now, myself and my son, Seth, <laughs> we've just recently had first-hand experience of this where him and I were in the car with my wife, Angela, and as she was sharing something very deep, something which was affecting her own heart and about a situation, yeah, a personal situation. We both were listening to her and she finished her, what her concern was that she was laying out before us was while we were driving and both my son and I were dead quiet. And she said, did you guys hear what I said? And we both replied immediately, yes, we, we heard. She said, well, I've been talking for a few minutes and I haven't heard one of you respond. <laughs> oh man, I was like, dude, no, we did. I'm, I'm sure I said something. She said, no, you said nothing. And my son as well, he had said nothing. So I said, oh dear, okay, I'm sorry. Well, actually... Yes, I've heard everything you've said, and yes, it is concerning. And that helped her, to be honest. It was something where I had to apologize because I had not given any acknowledging response through her entire you know, two, three minutes of sharing her issue. So this is vitally important. What she needed was perhaps just, sure, okay, I hear you. Yes, that is that is that sounds difficult. Or yes, that is concerning. We will also pray. We will we will pray with you. In this particular situation or wow is there anything I can do perhaps we could actually help be an answer in the situation so just acknowledging responses is a really key aspect to listening and it's something as men in particular we need to work on that man we, we generally can get we, we, we're quiet and we don't want to almost add to emotional situations with more emotions so I think we we tend to be quiet like that too but we need to learn to acknowledge responses okay well that's me as far as listening attentively being a good listener part two i hope you enjoyed that i'll be back for more in the future i think we'll be leaving this particular subject but i'm excited to add some more content in the coming weeks and particularly well let's wait and see okay thank you for your time